sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Hey, you're listening to Paper Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids. I'm Mickey Newman, and we've got some guests here with us today. Um, we've got Rio back. Hello. <laughs> so you thought you would miss um, her accent. <laughs> and I'm here. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm speaking out of turn. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. And then Celeste. Hello. But she's not a guest. She's I'm your co-host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then Yvonne. Hey. And Tamara. Hello. I speak out of turn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... So today we thought we'd talk about the way people treat each other nowadays because um, <laughs> my phone's going off. Sorry. And she so. just checked it to make sure it was off. <laughs> and it's on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mom. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I'm not treating you very nicely, am I? It's all right. No, it's all right. That's not very nice. That was no, rude. No, it's fine. It's it's um, acclimating to the comfortability level <laughs> of the show. Does that make sense? Nope. All righty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, um, so treating people, right? Um, <laughs> sorry, we'll get you off track. Um, okay. So I guess what led to this whole thought process was the other day I was sitting in class and there's like a little group of us that sit together and it was this guy and this girl and they're just like kind of acquaintances, don't really like each other, don't really hate each other, just don't really know each other that well. And he comes in and he's just like, you look really ugly today. And I don't know, I was just sitting there and I, like I was not a part of it at all, but it just really caught me off guard because it was like, how is that okay to say to anybody like ever? Yeah. Ever. It's like not. maybe I'd say it to like my friend, like, I don't really know about that. <laughs> elf. I don't really like it that much, but not to total like, yeah, just like an acquaintance. And to say I ugly, I don't think I've ever called anyone ugly in my whole life because ever. I don't think I've ever felt anyone was ever ugly. You know, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that's like, oh, everyone's beautiful, like not super cheesy, but I really find beauty in anything. And to, to call someone ugly, I don't even understand how you could like humanly think that somebody was ugly. And then make it come out of your mouth. Yeah. And then I say mean, it. Yeah. I mean, kid, just don't just don't tell people. Yeah. And that was the other thing I thought, too. Like what provoked this person to just like regurgitate his thoughts in yeah. that way? Like right. no filter. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like not it there's a filter, but it's like a bad filter. It's yeah. like, like a jerk filter. A <laughs> jerk filter. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And so did you call him out? I didn't call him out, but I just turned around and I was like, Well, I think you look really nice today. Good. That's, That's good. good. Like a nice counter. Yeah. yeah. So do you know this kid? Is he like in Yeah, your we're circle? actually really good friends <laughs> and he's never said anything like that to me. Like he does say like things that I'm not necessarily okay with. Like I'd rather him talk to me in like a more respectful, mm-hmm. like I don't know, even if it's a joking way, like, like, I don't mind when people joke around with me, but I think, like, kids nowadays just take it to a whole new level that it doesn't need to be brought to. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've had this conversation before, Rio and me, uh, joking. Define joking because I I I hear some, like, apprehension when you're saying that. I mean, when he's, quote, joking, do you feel uncomfortable? I don't feel like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's hard because it's It like, is hard to explain. That's why I'm asking because like, it's... I don't know. Like, I'll... I'd be like, Celeste... Like, what up, Celeste? Like, to Celeste. Like, right, but, right. But and I think there's, like, a mutual, like, understanding. Like, we say it back to each other. And it's that we, we don't take it, like... But then it's not like you're not calling me ugly. Like, if I called yeah. you ugly, be like, oh my But it's gosh. still derogatory, like, 
term and it still could be hurtful to somebody. But if I wasn't your friend, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but then you also have to reevaluate why are you even calling each other that? I, like, I understand mm-hmm. it's an inside joke and I understand that it's funny, but why do we think it's funny? Because <laughs> for real, when she was growing up, she w- they called each other bitches all the time. Right. What up, bitch? Yeah. And I was like, Rhea, what are you doing? Like, you know, the old lady in the room. Right. I was like, whoa, yeah. well, that's not very nice. And she's like, oh, no, we understand each other. It's a funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I still call people that and I don't even really understand why. I'm not saying that I've come to some like conclusion that it's not okay to call people that i just i wonder why we do that i do wonder as well it's like that the mean girls where he's like where she's like it only makes okay for guys to call you beep and beep because you call each other beep and beep exactly you know so i don't really understand where that comes from and in the same token with the joking it's it's kind of like like your friend's kind of a mutual understanding so everybody's kind of okay with like you and your friend calling each other the b word Mm -hmm. and like you guys saying i don't know what was the name you said you said what a Slut. Slut. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in private, that might be funny between you two, because I can remember being a kid, too, and, and my friends and I talk smack all the time, and that's funny. But then outside of that trust, and you're talking about someone joking around that's making you uncomfortable... I don't, I don't, I think that maybe that's a conversation you should have with that person and be like, you know, it really makes me uncomfortable when you do this. I do, but it's like the guys, like, I mean, not just guys, like people in general, they just, like, at our school, like, if you say something about it or like you may like get your feelings hurt, it's like, why are you saying, like, why are you being such a baby about it? Like, mm. it's really not that big of a deal. So you're met with some apprehension and not really like met with any empathy or any, right. anyone's taking you seriously when and you're like, like, hey, stop doing that. Like the way we joke around with each other, like, I feel like the way guys joke with girls and the way girls joke back with them are completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, guys are more, I don't, I feel like with guys, I like catch it being like a lot more like, rude i guess i don't know and vulgar and girls Mm -hmm. not so much like with each other but Mm -hmm. i think it's a different perspective too i don't know yeah with girls it's very mean and like backstabbing and backstabbing not necessarily up front to your face right and it's out of competition and it's usually saying something that you know will upset the other Mm -hmm. person you know calculated yeah yeah and with guys it's just kind of like the same insult for everyone like you know (laughs) they don't really think about what they're saying to you it's just like, oh, you're a bitch, or oh, you look ugly, or blah blah blah. But just like, just to girls, get a reaction, it will be like, oh, did you get a haircut? Like, are though, did you mean to cut your bangs that short, yeah. or are they just that short? Yeah, you know, because like, I liked your hair better the other right. way. Right, yeah. just like Ooh. really catty. Underminded, yes, kind of burning yeah. each other, or you like, know. When they're like, when you get a new haircut, or like when you get bangs, you're like, oh my god, you're so much more prettier now. Yeah, like, so like, what the know? crap is that? And I'm like. Think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> or people are like, you look great today. Do I not look great every oh, day? Like- oh, I understand. <laughs> I I think maybe this is where the problem is, is that we're not, especially at such a young age, able to understand how to articulate our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, because you were talking about filters and how we like think stuff and how it comes out. I don't think we've been given enough tools between either our parents or media or whatever to be able to be like, oh, mom and I talked about this I either on air or not, but like saying that how I think, you know, I find beauty in everything. Mm-hmm. And if somebody looks cute or they put like we all complimented nikki today on her outfit but that's not to say that she didn't look doesn't look cute all the time it's just we've noticed (laughs) something that sparks interest in us Mm -hmm. and we talk about this because in dance you have to learn how to speak very um non-biasly about stuff Mm -hmm. i just feel like we as a society and as a as a kid group haven't been able to find a way to speak openly without 
people reading into it. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like we're just, we're at a loss of how to talk about those kinds of things. But I also understand that there's still meanness and cattiness. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. with what you were just saying, like, oh, you look cute today. Like, I feel like that's kind of, so my mom would always be like, if she compliments somebody else, and I'd be like, oh, what about that on me? So I feel like it's like, you just need to take the compliment if somebody doesn't, yes. like, I don't know. You definitely, don't overread it. I agree. It. Yeah, don't overthink the compliment. And, and usually if it's someone who's not trying to be manipulative, you know, they're just really honestly complimenting you and it's okay to take it in. And it's okay to compliment beauty that you see in others too. Yeah, that's, like, I'm yeah, working I'll on go that. up to like ra- random strangers and be like, oh, I really like this on exactly. your, I, yeah, I, really I, pretty smile. I need to start doing yeah. that more. And yeah, people like, just think I'm a weirdo, but it's like that probably. No, just they made love their day. it. Exactly. Yeah, they know that they feel better about it when a total random stranger or even someone they know says something. Yeah. And it's hard. I think you have to remember too. It's hard for some people to take in a compliment. I know. Do you know women when like they're this? like, no, 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 it doesn't look good. No, yeah, it doesn't look this good. this old thing, you know. Yeah. Instead, the proper answer is thank you. Yeah. And exactly. take it in. <laughs> it's because society but, isn't used to being complimented. It's like smiling to strangers on the street. Like they just give you weird looks. Like why are you smiling at me? But it's like but I think it's used weird to be a normal if people thing. don't smile at me. Like if they just look at like I think they're giving me a dirty look. I think <laughs> too. Yeah, like, yeah it's like yeah. a lose lose. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why we as people are making it so complicated to interact with one another. But obviously, it's even if media. even if it's all lose lose, I'd rather lose in the better way yes. than lose in like right. The well, I think way. that's that's the point that we're gonna get to in a minute. Is is being vulnerable has become like an uncool thing. Chivalry has become an uncool thing amongst young Respect people. Respect and showing love, right. Nikki and Planning. You were talking about these words very specifically, and they hit me really hard. In high school, kids aren't showing respect towards one another, and not like you know, I don't know, the street term respect. I mean, actual literal respect. And then kids aren't showing love towards one another. And I'm not like talking like romantic love, but just love of humankind. Yeah, right. and that makes me crazy. I know we should not love each other. We not should like Bob Marley, no, like Bob Marley. Yeah, yeah like, but but it's the truth because your experience. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm not even kidding. Right. It's because your experience is very the same when you boil it down. We talked about that on another show. Oh, we're getting the the wave. Um, (laughs) We'll take take this up on the other side of the break. (laughs) Um, You're listening to Fever Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids. Oh, this is graceful with you. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't know how to stop it. (laughs) Okay. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. 
Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Hey, you're back. Uh, you're on. You're listening. You're on. <laughs> You're on. <laughs> that laugh was funny. <laughs> Just like, eh, I can't. <laughs> You're on. Um, You're back. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team on Voice America. Ta-da! <laughs> Try saying that five times fast. Okay. Um, we were talking about the treatment of people and trying to treat people with more love and respect and kindness towards one another. And um, we were talking about how in high school, there's a lack of all of that. <laughs> yeah. Respect, loving yeah. one another, having compassion. Like, I say that, like, I'll literally, like, tell people, like, speak to me with love. And, like, they're all, like, like, because I'll say it to guys mostly because it's guys that I right. interact with the most throughout my day. Like, Celeste is really the only girl I interact <laughs> with. I'm serious. No. <laughs> um, and so, like, guys are, like, I have a girlfriend. or like, but it's not, like, I'm saying, like, treat me like you love me. It's, like. I guess yeah. treat me like you love me, but like on a different right. love scan. It just, and, and I know I'm totally going off on a segue here, but why is it that when you're young, the word love gets construed as romantic love? There are many types of oh, love. Yeah. And it's isn't that funny how oh, the yeah. English language is the only language that love is the same for any type of love? Isn't there? Right. Even sign language has two separate forms yeah. of love. And they have different connotations. Right. Every other language, there's like 500 different types of love. Like because you like, can't describe them in one word. Exactly, because when you're like love, like you're in love with someone, is completely different. Like in sign language and in French and in Spanish, like all the languages that right. yeah. I kind of know, they all like there's love. Isn't like oh, I love food or I love yeah, my like friend, you like something super so a lot, much, but you don't. You're not in love with them. You're not gonna like potentially marry your food, I mean, right? Or you're not attracted it. to them. Exactly. There's like there's a billion different kinds of love. I think. I think Greeks had words for them. I just happened to have notes from a different show when we talked about love. Oh, super weird. Um, Agape. Super weird. (laughs) Agape means I love you. Okay. That type of love. And then, I can't pronounce it, Um, um, Eros. That's a god. Oh, no. Eros is the passionate love. Agape means. Agape is the I love you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's Awa. <laughs> I love Awa. <laughs> From the movie Avatar. And I think really that's what we're talking Those, about If mostly. we could all live like the, the people from Avatar, mm-hmm. that would be legit. If we could just value everything in our universe yes. for yes. what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's right? amazing. Where, right. where they're like, I see you. And I you see like, you. connect to somebody on a level. Every time you say that, it puts a lump in my throat. Yeah, because it's, that's, that's how it. it should be. That's it. That's how it should be. So that's the type of love I think you're talking about, Nikki, is yeah. the AWA love, which it's, is the I see you. Love to me in that regard kind of is synonymous with respect. Like you, you value someone's existence enough to respect them and love them to be able to not like call them mean things. Or hurt, hurt them right. for in, the Intentionally, mm-hmm. especially. There's this quote and it was like, here, keep talking. I'm <laughs> Find your quote. I know I have all these weird notes from like past shows. What but, was I saying? That was like super good that you didn't let me finish before we went back on mic. Society. What about it? I got it. Oh. <laughs> so, so say your quote Just and then kidding. we'll prompt real. Um, who are we as human beings if we ignore the suffering of others? And then my add on is, and if we cause it. 
Right. Yeah, obviously not nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not nice. And it's, I don't know, I think what we were talking about during a break was society tells us that acting this way is cool. Right. And that it's something right. that's wanted behavior when really it's not. Because at our core, we want the AWA. We right. want you to see us. And for that's who another we are. thing, too, is, is these people that you're describing, Nikki, at like your school and stuff that I've been in, in contact with, if someone's coming at me with a negative comment or something, like if I did that to them, they would they could pretend that they it didn't bother them, but every single time you say something mean to somebody, it bothers them, no matter what. Yeah. Am I right? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, it was absolutely St. Patrick's Day, and these teenage boys, I'm pretty sure they were beyond drunk, and they're riding around in this truck, like this. I'm not going to say that. Riding around in this <laughs> truck. And um, there was like a bunch of them in the back and they were just like calling out like derog like I'm walking my little brother to the park and they're like screaming like cuss words at me and telling me I'm ugly. Like why? Oh, what know. provokes people to do that? They're I doing mean, it for a rise out of either the person they're doing it to I just or like things. it's this, this, it's like this pack mentality, you know, like if yeah. there's a bunch of people, we talk about it all the time. The it's, the, it's the same thing with people like smoking cigarettes. Like they think they're doing it because other people are doing it, but other people are doing it because they think other people are doing it. <laughs> so it's like, nice. dude, and this is the point. I remember what it was when... Because we were talking about calling people derogatory terms like bitch, and you, if you sit down and think about what the what the word bitch means, it's really a, means it's a female dog. It's a female dog. So we have a we have in our society decided that there's something about a female canine that is so horrible that we're going to call somebody else that we think is horrible a bitch. What? Like, do we, everyone loves dogs. Do we really think that dogs are that bad that we're going to call somebody that slapped me in the face a bitch because we think that they're a female dog? Like, it doesn't even make sense when you sit down and think about it. it's taken on a different, like a whole different Well, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. But if you sit down and you think about how dumb it is to call somebody something (laughs) that they're not, and it's like, you realize the only reason that you're doing that is because society and media has labeled that term something that can hurt someone. And, then, and it, you're being controlled by the things that society is creating for you. And doesn't that make you feel kind of dumb, the fact that you're saying these things and you don't know why, you know? That and on the flip side of it, too, when you were saying that, Rio, it made me think about we are in control of how we react to what people say to us as mm, well. Yeah. Because we give words power. and That's if, true. If you don't give the word bitch any power, it doesn't really hurt when it comes at you. Yeah, but that I feel like that's kind of... If you if you told that to someone who's being like verbally bullied or something like that, and it's like, well, bitch doesn't mean anything bad, so don't be offended if someone calls you a bitch. It's well, like, no, it still hurts that somebody called me a bitch. It's because the intention behind what right. the person is saying. Right. It's not the actual word, because if you sit down and think about it, it's like, okay, I, I like puppies. <laughs> you know? I like dogs. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I don't know. <laughs> oh. It was a deep thought. <laughs> Everyone's like, so yeah. Wait, wait to think about that for a minute. So, I don't know. I think like now, like I know in like situations I've been in, like if you call somebody like a, I guess, sex, a bad word. <laughs> a bad word that we won't But it's say. like towards a certain sex mm-hmm. and you say it to the opposite sex, it's not, it's not supposed to be as offensive now. It's still offensive. Right. It's, it's still, and I, and, and I. There are a lot of words like that for different reasons that people feel like it's okay to say to one another. And that goes back to that whole joking thing. It's 
Why is that funny? It's just not Why funny. Why is it even a joke? And it's not okay. And I and I realize that, you know, there are some things that go on be, between friends that, you know, I guess I, I don't understand as, as an older person. <clears throat> but you guys understand that, and I trust that, that that's how it is. But I want to focus more on, like, the joking perspective of it. Because, like, what Rio just said, if you're out with your peers and someone starts even these words that are supposed to be joking – I'm pretty sure they're hurting the other person that they're saying right. it to. Yeah. And it's not a joke at that point. Right. I guess is the point I'm making is that a lot of this isn't really joking. And the reason why it's. I feel like it's like my cousin. She'll just be like, oh, my gosh, you look so ugly today. Just kidding. Like, oh, as long yeah. As you put the just kidding on it. No. It's fine. But it's, not, but it's no. not okay. It's like, why would you say that in the first place? It's not okay. It's, it's to gain control and power. It's to put somebody else down to make the other person feel better. And that's why I even see adults doing it. It's not okay. I yeah. see it in a work situation. I see it in families. Yeah, she's 30. Yeah. yeah see? <laughs> yep. It's, 30, oh my yeah, it's not okay. I don't, what, well, what do you have to do in your life to be able to be at peace with not being like cool by using those terms? We've talked about this on the show before. At what point in your life as you're growing up, do you suddenly not care about other people viewing you as cool? When you're mature. And, right. And, and that's, right. that's what I think that's of when I true. think of people calling people names and being mean to them. I look at them and I'm like, how undeveloped are you? <laughs> you know, like that's my very, my very educated way of being like how you are like socially underdeveloped. Like that's what you are emotionally, socially and, and, and personally underdeveloped in all sense of the word. Like when I joke with my friends, it's not in a public like setting like I feel like I never would present myself like that I would never want somebody to like have that thought of me in their mind <laughs> well yeah because you think about well they might perceive it but, wrong yeah. right because yeah. that's not who you are at your core but, like when I see like people at school I'm like and like they're like making fun of each other I'm like how like I just think it's immature and like when I say something it's just like shut up Nikki like you don't know what you're talking about and well but, if you're like consistent with it like if you're really like uncomfortable with the way like people talk to you and you're and you just tell them can you not talk like that around me I don't appreciate that or I don't like that kind of talk yeah they're gonna sit there and they're gonna be like oh she's just stupid she's just yeah they're gonna try dumb. to put you down about but it. after a while like they stop like my friend she's really uncomfortable with cursing and during high school everyone would curse around her because that's what kids do and she would turn around she'd look at them and she'd be like please don't curse that offends me and they were like f f f b s c like every kind of bad word they can think of and she's just like please don't curse that offends me and she just kept saying it and eventually like the whole class would not cuss when she was in the room that's another point that i have is sometimes in high school there are the people that are respectful and they get viewed in a certain way on the other side of the break with voice You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experienced singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. 
tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Hi, I'm Nikki, and you're listening to Paper Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids, and we've been talking about um, just our observations and our anecdotes and why we think people treat others the way we do and why certain things have started up like um, derogatory comments, cuss words, stuff like that. And it's just been kind of complaining and wah, wah, wah. (laughs) So um, we're going to talk about how to, like all the different kind of things that go into why Mm -hmm. it started and then how to stop doing it. Wouldn't it be awesome if we all could just stop doing it? Because even as like just a, like snap your fingers, bam, it's done. Yeah, because I think I was sharing with you guys in planning. Um, I'm normally a really happy person, and like a lot doesn't really bother me. And I I tend to see everyone in the awa way. I mean, that's kind of my thing. But and my day job works really been hard, and I've seen myself over the course of the month start to get more grumpy and more angry and I'm carrying it around not only on the inside but now it's coming out on the outside some of my interactions with people have been terse and mean and and they don't even deserve it and I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh I don't want to be that person so I often wonder how does this affect people who maybe aren't as self-aware as I am because I try very hard to to create everyone with love and respect. So how does that affect kids in high school that aren't even aware? Why are they, why do they behave this way? I think it does have to do with like, okay, I'm just done because, um, I'm in the sixth hour ITA and their teacher assistant or whatever. And the kids are just off the wall. Crazy. Like they're so disrespectful. They're so rude. And it's because they're being treated like that. But mm-hmm. then they come to me like that. And I'm like, shut up. Like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, I can just see myself, like, getting escalated and getting mad and, like, saying things I don't necessarily want to say. Right. But it's just because it's like, don't come at me like that. Be- I don't know. It's no, just I totally- a, I it's a tolerance thing. And when your tolerance is, like, depleted, then it's, yes. you go off. Exactly. And so is that really what's going on with the kids you're interacting with on a daily basis? I've often thought when Rio and Yvonne were in high school that they were entering a war zone. And not not literally, of course, because I have great respect for literal war. Mm-hmm. But you're entering a zone of complete discontent, of unknowingness. You're going to be met with apprehension at almost every turn. And why is that? So when you guys were saying that, it it reminded me of when I was really super little with mom and her and I would get into fights. Like I would scream at her. And I think we figured out along the way that it was because I couldn't articulate or communicate what I wanted Mm -hmm. or I was frustrated about something and I wasn't communicating it with you so that you got frustrated with me because we both didn't know why we were both frustrated. Mm -hmm. So it was just like we were screaming at each other. And then another thing that makes me think of especially in high school kids, is lack of control and pushing the boundaries to control their environment, especially depending on what your home life is like. Like if your parents are very, I don't know, over the top and controlling and tell you what to do and win, 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 this kind of thing, then kids maybe come to school with, okay, I have zero control at home. 
I'm going to make sure that I'm in control in my friend group and in my social circle. Mm -hmm. Not consciously. That's not something you sit down and you plan. You're going to go to school and be mean to these people that are weaker than you so that you can be in control. But I think that's kind of where it comes from. I would agree completely. When you're talking about the first point you made, it totally made me think of like babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they cry. They cry There's, because they can't communicate what right. they want, or like toddlers. That's, that's why, they why throw I say underdeveloped. <laughs> like literally, like toddlers and babies. That's what yeah, I think of. Right, and that's what you think thinking. of when somebody's mean to you or comes at you in like a frustrated way. When you didn't mm-hmm. do anything to provoke it, you're like, what is going on with you that you have all this frustration at coming at me like this? And if you personally aren't in a space to be able to take it from somebody, it escalates. Then it's just it's a lost cause at all all aspects of I would agree in like in my example in the adult world I fortunately I was met with professionalism in my lack of professionalism when I was (laughs) when I was reaching out to other people as a crabby person and being terse and mean um, I was met with respect and I was met with professionalism because what if I hadn't been what if the person that I was being a snot to came back and was like me 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 right you just do that at each other still be on the same path exactly i wouldn't have been like oh whoops or somebody would have left or yeah demotion or firing might have happened it could have been really bad and so i think of like you guys in high school like what is going on and and something that's a little bit different in your uh, generation than from mine is this celebrity culture mm-hmm. this need to feel like everyone's paying attention to me at all times and this is driven by social media well it takes the the want of control to a whole new level mm-hmm. because not only are you looking for control in your own life and even with people that don't even have family problems or like a really right. overbearing family it's you're in high school and you're trying to figure out who you are, which A, is the stupidest thing to be in (laughs) high school and have to do that at the same time. Plus puberty is just like stab me in the eye sockets. And then you're trying to figure out where you fit among people. And I think that's something that people don't usually plug into is Mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out like what social group you fit into. What do you like? What classes do Mm -hmm. you like? What teachers do you like? What personality traits do you like in a person? So A, it's frustrating. So you automatically, maybe when you were asking me, do you think everyone's just angry in high school? Mm -hmm. I don't think they're angry. I think they're overwhelmed. I think everyone's just very overwhelmed and very frustrated with this lack of communication because we haven't figured anything out yet. Mm -hmm. We don't even know who we are, let alone how to tell somebody else what we want. I don't know. I feel like I know who I am. I feel like it's like, I feel like, I don't know, because I've always been, my mom's always treated me more like, yeah, uh, similar, more of an adult. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's and, like, you spoken and to same. me yeah. more like that. And I feel like it's less like I'm trying to find out who I am, but I'm trying to find out who other people are and yes. they how don't to, know how to fit in. And with so that. they're changing and they're doing all, and I'm staying the same, but it's like all these other people are changing around me mm-hmm. yep. and I'm trying to find out who I like and like who I fit in with. And it's, it's like nobody, I don't yeah. fit in yes. with anybody. No, it's so true. <laughs> that happened with me too. That's why I always say I had no friends in high school. I don't. Obviously like, I had people I talked to, like hang out, but like I don't connect with anyone. I, ne- I didn't all of high school. I was always the one that, like, if people pissed yeah. me off, I was just going to go eat lunch by myself because I really too. don't care. And me too, <laughs> largely. And it's funny you guys are saying this because I've told the girls this for years, and I'm going to tell you girls this now. You guys are extraordinary. You guys are head and shoulders above. You are here. You're sharing yourselves. You're being very brave. You might not find your right fit in high school yeah. because it's, how different I you really girls are. I really don't think I will because, like, with Red Mountain, it was, I feel like it was, like, the same, like, I just hate high school. And my mom was like, well, you just hate this high school because she loved high school. And I was like, no, I just, because then I came to Higley and she's like, I don't really like love it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not my favorite place to be or anything. And it's just the people in high school. It's not this high school or that high school. Cause she asked me if I wanted to transfer. I'm like, no, I'm just going to stay here right. because it's the, same. It, it's the same. It's just high school. Right. It right. Just is what it is. It's some, it's the, the period in everyone's life. And it's funny too, because it's all happening to everyone at the same time. So yeah. it's like seriously the biggest cluster you could ever think of in your whole life. But some kids deal with it differently, like these mean ones that you're talking about. They're mean boys. They're mean girls that just lash out There's at everyone. Mean teachers. Oh, oh yeah. Big my time. gosh, you're not even kidding. That drives right? me crazy. We need to talk about that on a different it's show. Like a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> You've opened a can of worms with me and Rio. <laughs> yeah, you don't even understand how much I want to like. That's why I'm going to be a teacher, so I can be on the inside. Yeah. There are a lot of mean... Let's just say there are a lot of mean people in the world that want to just infect everybody else. And you know what's funny is the teachers are the ones from high school that never found control. It's true. So the the only way they can control is to be a teacher and have this false sense of authority over people that they still associate as as the people that ruin their life. That's an interesting perspective. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wrote a paper on it, girl. Don't even... (laughs) (laughs) I will... No, <laughs> it's, it's true. Okay. So talking more about why I know that we had some conversations about like family life and it's what you learn. So if it's what you see at home, this could be brought to school. Right. Right. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I guess it's just with more, I don't know. Cause I'm not in that family situation. I can't. Right. That was like, I my can problem. sympathize, but I can't like Understand. relate. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how I want to phrase this except to say that you guys similarly growing up, I was always treated like I was an adult. And so I didn't really fit in and I didn't really understand like, why is everyone being mean? Why are they trying to get position? I don't understand it. Um, and I'm not, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's hard. And it, you can have sympathy and compassion for other kids that might not have the same situation as you and can look at them in the way that an AWA would and be mm-hmm. like, I see you. Right. Yeah. But I you see don't you. have to spend time with those people, yes. I think is the key. But right. we, we have time to collect our thoughts because it's time again. Breaky break. So um, how are you going to try to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. No, I'm just kidding. You're listening to Voice America. Paper Hope Street on Voice What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer. He likes to cook. And most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids.
You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Hi, I'm Nikki, and you're back with Paper Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids. And Rio. Bring it. Rio, you? I'm a guest, so... So yes. I don't want to interrupt your thought. Okay, okay. Well, Mom was talking about how um, the reasons that people come at each other, maybe with like malintent or meanness, yes. and um, where it comes from, maybe like a, a something at home. And even if you don't relate to them in that way, like Nikki and I were talking about how we don't really have like that kind of problem at home, you can still show sympathy towards people that are acting like that towards you. And come at them with understanding. But mm-hmm. my point was, you can do that, but you don't have to hang out with them. And I think some people feel bad sometimes for for being like, we can't be friends with each other because you're just mean. Or, or you can have your own reason. Like for me, it was you just don't function the same way I do. Or you're not in the same space in your life as I am. But so I'm I can't like really be with you. But person that like tries to be like, tell me about everything let me fix but that's also because like i think that's like my little therapist side coming out that's like what i want to do that's mm-hmm. really exhausting though if you yeah. think about it, it. it right. is but it's just like i don't know i feel bad and like if i don't know because you know how they always say like you could be the person that like and you could be by yeah. your example just by your example but in high school I, we talk about it all the time you're kind of in this box you're in this place where you can't escape and so if if you've reached out and you've, you've shown yourself to be true friend and they're still coming at you with these negative things and saying this stuff, it's okay to walk away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and just respect them and not, and not bad mouth them behind their back or talk ill of them. Mm-hmm. I, I have adults in my life that I adore them, but I can't be around them because of the effect the negative effect they have on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I, I, I think Rio's right. I think in high school, you sometimes think we should all be friends. We should all share huh. the same space. And that's not true. In high school, you're forced to be in the same space with the same 400 people in your class every single day. Ratio to the world, there could not be one person in that entire school that you want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. You have to think about it. And even in college, I've been to two, three different campuses so far, and I'm a sophomore now. And I still don't even hang out with people that I made friends with in college. I like them more. I appreciate being in their class more because we're more like-minded and I'm in my major path. But I still don't have a best friend that I made from college. You know, <laughs> it's, you, yeah. you have to be all right with not finding people to be your best friend. You just have to be all right with it. Right. Because, I mean, the whole premise of this is how we treat one another. And if someone isn't treating you with love and respect... It's okay to put them in a in a boundary and put them on the other side of yeah. that fence. You don't and have say, to be mean to them right. or or not pay attention to them, but you don't have to hang out with them. Mm-mm. I don't know. Like, okay, so with me, like speaking with like the negativity and all of that kind of stuff, like the person that was most influential in my life, it was somebody that was like really negative and like, but they were mm-hmm. a lot older than me. Like they were an adult. So mm-hmm. it was like that's just how you act, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and so I've had to do a lot of like self-reflection because that person was like literally like a virus. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, she was creating like bad things between me and my mom and like telling me lies about my mom. And it was just like all around negative. And she was like never saying anything nice about anybody else. And that's how I 
was for a really long time. So that's how my dad's side is. Cause like my parents are divorced. And, like, once my parents got divorced, like, I would go to my dad's side and everybody would be like, your mom's this, your mom's oh, that, no. she did this, it's all her fault. Yep. And then I'll come back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, is it true? Like, I don't I'm know. I'm living with this true. woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool when families start pitting each other against one another. That's tough for kids. And that's why you have to come up with your own view on things. Mm-hmm. That's and it, And another thing to me, which is, is becoming more and more important for me to say is that adults don't always have the right answers. They're not always right. They're not always the ones you can go to, whether it be, especially a teacher or a family member, you people think that that's just an automatic built in go to, but that's not true. Not at all. Especially because your family member, Nikki was the one you're talking about, right? Was she related to you? Um, or do you have maybe a family member that's older that you looked up to and then had to reevaluate? Yeah. Yeah. I feel right? like that happens My a lot. Is. It does happen a lot. And I think as you grow older, you start to see adults for who they really are. Right. And, and it's because right. when you're younger, it's right. like, oh, they're adults and listen to everything they say. And they're no. so magical and wonderful. And, and that's then- another thing that causes frustration amongst our age bracket yep. is why am I listening to you when I know you're wrong? How do, that's another show that we should do yeah. because that's really difficult to kind of overcome. And for parents, I can tell you from a parent's perspective, like look at Lindsay, my eight-year-old daughter. I do tell her where to go. I do tell her to get up and go to school and this and that. I, I don't tell her what to wear and stuff like that because that's how we are in our house. Mm-hmm. But when parents are raising you guys when you're babies, we do tell you what to do. We tell you what to eat and right. all of that. But as you get older, we become more of the consultant. That should be our right. role. Right. Right. And, and if you're in your life, you're seeing adults trying to tell you what to do and tell you what to eat and all of this stuff, it's probably not okay. Like, like you can't, I feel like you shouldn't be in high school and your parents be like, you can't try out for softball because I heard that the girls on the softball team are not good. And it's, it's like, well, what if I really like those girls? And, mm-hmm. and maybe the mom doesn't like those girls because right. she has drama with the moms of those girls. It's very true. You know? So maybe her reasoning isn't even a logical one. She right. just doesn't want you yeah. around those people, you know? Yeah. So you, start to, you have to start to make your own decisions. Yeah. In my house, it's always be friends with who you want. And I'll be there to be like, I think they're a good friend <laughs> or not a good friend. Right. But at the end of the day, it's up to you. Because, right. 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 I'll right. offer my input and you do with it what you will kind I'm, of thing. I'm now the consultant right. when, you be, when you're in high school now. Now, there are rules. I'm not saying that you should just disregard the rules in your house. Right. That's a, that's a topic for discussion with your parents. Right. All of this is topic for discussion. Mm-hmm. If your mom's saying don't try out for the softball team, be like, why? Honestly, yeah. tell me why. And if the reason is such that you still disagree, then you should still try out. But right. if the reason is such that you come to an understanding. But then it's, so, it's such a slippery slope because mm-hmm. then it's like you're going against what your parents say, even though you think it's wrong. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's it's the frustration. so hard. And that's where the hard. lack of control comes in. And then you mm-hmm. go to school and you start yelling at people because you're frustrated right. with the fact that you have no say Full over circle. your life. Mm-hmm. But it's true. And I, I want to encourage both mother and daughter to have these difficult conversations because truly you are your own human being. You know what I mean? Like you guys should be doing the things that you want to do. If it's not causing, I call it the top five, you know, you're not doing drugs. You're not drinking. You're not getting in cars of relationship, right? You know, moms, we should be open to hearing our daughters out and being ready to encourage them in what they want to do. Not the version of them that we think they should be. That, that drives me crazy. Parents also need self-reflection because I know oh, yeah. this whole time we've been saying like 
you need to self-reflect on how you treat people. And, like, yep. we've been talking more to kids, but, like, parents need to. It goes also. for all people. Mm-hmm. All people do. What you were, you were just saying something. We saw the movie Divergent yesterday. Mm. Oh, was it good? Was it good? It was yeah. so good. And I was trying, I when I watch stuff now, because of the shows, I watch them through, like, five different lenses. <laughs> and I was watching it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. I don't know if you guys, like, want a spoiler alert or if I can, no, like, don't, translate don't, it. Don't spoil it. Don't, don't, don't. don't, don't. Okay, don't. Well, just watch it because it has a lot to do with parent kid relationship and like and like pretending you're something that you're not and how that causes you to to kind of lie to yourself about what you want to do with your life and then finding out that your origins maybe not be what your your origins really were because your parents aren't telling you the whole truth it sounds mm. awesome yeah and it's just really cool because i really didn't like that actress but now i i've seen her in a lot of films and she's really awesome oh my god it makes me like want to throw up there's this really hot guy too in it and i don't understand <laughs> i'm gonna stop i'm gonna cry right now no so i i saw it and i like grabbed summer's arm so hard i was like is that even legal to be that attractive right now <laughs> and then i saw him like in like just a regular picture and it was just the, like the makeup and costume he was wearing but i was like oh my god so, if anything, watch it for that really hot guy. His name's Eric. And yes. he's, like, the leader. Oh, <gasps> oh my God. So disappointed in the next movie. Oh, man. What? Aww. Well, I'm going to read the book first. <laughs> Me and Yvonne, were the nerdy birdies. We're going to read the oh book. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I'm halfway through the second book. Or the last book. God. It's so good. Can we go see it today? I want to, like, see it I'm again. I want to go see it. If you want to go with me. So I have to babysit. When are, you, when are we going to be done babysitting? I don't know. Okay. It's my anniversary. You can come with me and my, it was my, my birthday yesterday. Yeah, so we'll make it a double yes. date. <laughs> <laughs> Triple date. It's my anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> it's um, your anniversary in three um, years. Yeah. It's on the in three years. Three days. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> That's like a leap year. <laughs> 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 we got, we got don't you love how I kind of like included that real quick? Added a little little spicy detail at the end. How many months? What do you a mean? Year? How many months? A year? An anniversary? What? Already? Yeah. That's I'm like already almost ever in though. kid life. I know. What? I hate when people are like, "We're celebrating our one month." Yeah, I never two did weeks. that. I never two did week that. Anniversary. Yeah, no. Okay. We're out of time. It's all for me to be are celebrated, we? though. Yeah, I can't get past one month. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Relationship yeah. I've ever been in. It's like five months. Psst, guys, we're done. Oh. Okay. You've been listening to us talk and um now we're ending it it's, <laughs> uh, paper hope street team voice america kids who are listen, you i'm nikki listen next week and, that, oh and celeste, celeste. and um, thank, thank you for guests Bye. thank your guests we're, oh. we're oh my God. um and thanks <laughs> guests tamra and yvonne <laughs> and rio you're so welcome thanks for having us Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone, Dave Farther with Gravy Stain. Gravy, it gets on clothes. Like why you eat it, and it comes out to no woes. Baby, I see what you weigh. 
Mr. Saxophone from the Kidstar album of the month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. 